False. So it's an honor to meet you, bro. <laughs> All yeah. right. Hey, guys. Welcome to Word From Home, episode 13 by Start Somewhere Media, where we speak to athletes, artists, and creatives sharing their story to inspire the next generation to start somewhere. Our special guest today is a two-time NBA champion with the Los Angeles Lakers and former Sydney Kings player, now co-captain in the big three for the Killer Threes, philanthropist and entrepreneur, Josh Powell. Josh, welcome What's to the show, man. <laughs> appreciate man? it, brother. Appreciate it. I like, I like how you uh, made that, that purple and gold reference going from the Lakers to the Kings. So I see, I see what you did there. 100%. Um, you know, me and my friends, actually, in 2017, we came out to watch you. Nice. Um, you, okay. You, yeah, you and Steve Blake, we came out to watch you. Oh, uh, Steve, that's my guy. <laughs> that's your guy. Um, yeah. You know, uh, as I was saying off camera, it's an honor to be able to speak to a former Laker. And I actually run the Laker Nation Australia page. So shout out to them. This is a big deal for me. I know they'd be excited to hear from you. And a few of my boys actually, yeah, like I said, we went to that Kings game to watch you and Steve play. Um, first and foremost, how are you and your family doing? Everyone is safe. Um, to be honest, I, I feel that the most high has been keeping everyone covered. You know, we haven't had anything crazy, no scares, no nothing. Mm. So um, just taking it one day at a time. Yeah, and you're in Vegas right now for the big three, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> How's Killer Threes looking for the season? Oh, man, we are 0-2 to start. <laughs> big one tomorrow, so we definitely got to make sure we get this win. But I'm feeling really good about it. I think we're going to get on a better page tomorrow and be on the right path by the end of it. So look forward to it. Beautiful. i got to ask you, there was this, so there was this clip during the conference finals of the 0-9 team. Um, so this is how I reached out to you. But there was that 0-9 team, and I need to know, there was not a smile in sight, no hats, no T-shirts after winning the West. Kobe even walks away before the interview with Ernie Johnson ends. And you're back there. That's what got me out to reach out to you. I just want to know what was said in that, inside that locker room after the win. That we didn't, we didn't come here to win a Western Conference, uh, you know, championship. Yeah. We came, we came, we came to finish the job. So um, before, before when the game was over with, and before like media and stuff like that, he was like, "Don't smile, no nothing. We're gonna let everybody <laughs> know we mean business." Yeah, and uh, it just, it just, it just came out looking like that. Like it was just crazy. Uh, but it's obviously an intense and powerful clip, you know, and yeah. and something that. Uh, uh, especially after um, both teams were moving on into the finals that, mm -hmm. you know, you see that. And, you know, it just it just goes to show, like, the difference in mentalities, like teams that are used to being in that position versus other teams. And it's no disrespect because I, yeah. I think that it's awesome. Like, if you want to celebrate, then celebrate. Of course. You know what I mean? But it's just again it just it just goes to show just the differences in franchises players and all of that because you know <laughs> the messaging was like 
we 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 come here to finish a bigger bigger job. So we're not we're not Job. satisfied with where we're at. Job's not finished. And the, the, I'm the, not finished. there's a big uh, difference between what you guys did compared to like I don't want to I know you won't throw them under the bus, but the Phoenix Suns after they won the West, they were like throwing a parade. Um, <laughs> I mean, them. they both only because them and Milwaukee were, you know, they were celebrating, they were happy as as they should. But yeah. you know, watching Phoenix fold the way that they did in this playoff run mm. were of the 05 06 season when I was with the Mavericks and we went up and we kicked <laughs> Miami and went yeah. convincing fashion. And we were up 15, three minutes to go. And man, we sank harder than anything else. So I definitely understood what was going on with that Phoenix team. And, you know, obviously when everything's going your way, it's easier to make plays and cheer and do this yeah, and course. do that. Um, and things, once things start going their way, you, you saw a huge shift, you know what mm. I mean? So, yeah. yeah. And they didn't even come back for one. They didn't even get one back. Mm. That's the thing about playoffs. When that energy, when that energy changes like that, mm-hmm. all it takes is one game. Yeah. That's it. That's all it Speaking of that intensity that you had um, right after you guys won the West, and obviously it was led by Kobe, what did Kobe mean to you? Um, Kobe meant to me, I mean, he was a brother, a friend, a teammate, um, an amazing husband, amazing father, um, just how he was able to touch so many people's lives you know, with a basketball or with his presence. And um, just taking taking pages out of his book, you know, to be able to add to mine and just parent and be a better person, a man, you know, at a high, higher level and just being able to operate in a healthy, uh, on a healthy, higher level is, you know, just important. Sure. Uh, you're, you're from Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, what was your childhood and upbringing like? So I was born in Charleston. My mom left my dad at an early age. So I've been in Atlanta since a baby, like like all I knew. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Grew up on the south side of Atlanta by the airport in College Park. Um, so, you know, just experiencing uh, those city ways, like bigger city ways and um, – I don't know, it's just a lot of things are just culturally different in Atlanta mm-hmm. versus the cultural differences of Charleston. She's the South, um, right? For people in Australia all, that don't know. Yeah, but it's still yeah. all the South. Uh, but it, but it, but it, there are a lot of glaring differences, you know what I mean? So, Yeah. When did you know that you had something and you could make it to the NBA? Ooh. Uh, when did I know I had something? So for me to be honest, I, when I, when I was growing and developing and getting better at basketball, Hmm. I was thinking I can get a scholarship. (laughs) Of course. It didn't hit me until 
junior year, that summer going into senior year, uh, right, give or take. But I know it was during high school around that time where I was like, man, I can, I can play on this type of level, mm. especially because when we were traveling and doing AAU, you're playing against the best of the best. Yeah. So now you're going up against guys who are potential first rounders, potential second rounders, even though they're in high school. Okay. But it, it didn't really, really, really click until, you know, soft, uh, junior seat, junior senior season. There we go. In high school. Yeah. 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 In high school. Yeah. And because again, like I, it was the, it was the transition of I'm going to get a free education from this. And then junior year, it's like because that was pretty much like my final year of AAU and playing against high talent because the next year, you know, I'm going to be graduating and then I'm off to college. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it didn't it didn't dawn on me until like. I'm not just going to, you know, I'm not just going to get a free ride to school. I'm, I think I can turn this into other opportunities yeah. and live my dreams out, you know. So um, other people that from the time they exit the wound, it's like easy. They know what they want to do. You know what yeah, I'm saying? But for me, it was, a lot of, it was a lot of ups and downs and figuring yeah. things out. My first two sports were football and baseball. Mm. And I came on to basketball late, so. You know, all in all, still with a lot of hard work and effort, you know, and then the creator leading me uh, to obviously worked out the way that it needed to. Yeah. You know, for someone that made it to the highest level, I've been following you on your page and on social media and such. Um, I admire the way you talk about being present, believing in yourself and your purpose. Can you speak more on that? I feel that because of the world we live in today, everything is like you can get it now, right? At the click of a button, yeah. information. You can reach out to your favorite celebrity. You can, I mean, <laughs> there's so many things, you know what I mean? That yeah. can uh, that can happen because, you know, we're blessed to have technology. You know, that's, it's, it's the gift and the curse. And that's just my opinion. But, there's so much power that comes from a person who can sit still, quiet their mind, be present, staying in the moment and how you're able to manifest or bring things to you or gain clarity from situations or relationships or circumstances that you typically wouldn't because you're ripping, you're running, you're all over the place. And sometimes we got to gain, we got to sit down in order to gain clarity, to get those answers that we truly need. I definitely understand that because, um, you know, with the with everything that happened last year with 2020, how crazy it was for everyone, um, you know, instead of just going, doing your nine to five, going into the office every day, trying to commute, get, get, in, get in and out by train and such, we were right. at home, a lot of us were stuck and I started this, you know, I had in my thoughts, like, well, what, what, what more is my purpose? Like, what more can I do to be able to inspire? Plus Kobe's passing, you know, he was my biggest idol. That's why, um, you know, what, what more can I do to inspire other people to do the things and pursue the things that they really love and are passionate about, right? Right. Yeah. I think that um, I'm not sure if you're asking me, but 
uh, are you, you're asking, right? I'm yeah, yeah, I'm asking you. Yeah. And I, so, I'm just saying that, you know, we had that time to just sit down and be present last year because instead of just being in that rat race trying to get in and out of work, we were able to think a, a, a lot of different things. What more can I do in this world? Yeah, and I, and I think for one, I think people have to get back to loving themselves and knowing who they are. Yeah. It's because then when you're doing things that you're passionate about, you're able to give maximum effort into those things. You know, I just had a conversation with somebody downstairs because they were asking me, like, for example, about my foundation. And it's like, mm. well, how is it going? You know, well, what are y'all doing and how major, you know, is the the amount of serving that you're doing in the community. And I told him, I said, I don't base anything off the numbers. If yeah. we serve one person a day, right. I know that I've done my job. And that's the thing that matters. Like, I think so many times it's like, we got to have the look, we need to have everybody tuned in. We got to, mm. you know, sell thousands of this or sell thousands of that. And, it, and that's not necessarily true. If you help one person a day, Think about that. And there's 365 days out the year and you start multiplying those numbers, you're creating change. Yeah. And one of the biggest ways that you do that is how you live your life. You have to be an example. You have to be somebody that people can relate to and they, they can understand. Nobody knows your life better than you. Nobody knows your experiences better than you. So only you can give the message that you need to give. You know what I mean? Like nobody can take that away from you. But if you're working on and being the best version of yourself, now you can go out here and really perform the way that you need to in order to be everything that the most high has created for you to be. Whatever that looks like, I don't know. You could be a mentor, you could be a dentist, you could be whatever that is, but now you're doing something that you love yeah. and you're doing it on a maximum level mm. and then the people who are embracing you who are able to be blessed to be in your presence they can feel that yeah. that's what motivates them to be like whoa wait a minute what do you do again oh dang what what types of things do you practice like what's a part of your morning routine let me add that to mine that's how you get to those conversations because people are intrigued by your message or the way that you move yeah well that's for sure that's why i i I've really gone out to be able to link up with people like you, you know, people that I looked up to growing up to be able to allow them, get them to share their story. We'll never know that. I think of it this way. I, I might get only a hundred views or so, but if there's one person out there that listens to this and they go, Josh Powell from the LA Lakers, from the Sydney Kings that, you know, played in the NBA at the highest of highs, man. And they got something out of it to pursue what they want to do. That's all I'm happy about, you know, so one person right. to really go for it. Right. Uh, we'll get back to your 21 reasons to give foundation uh, at the end. But I just want to know, you know, basketball's taken you and your family globally from, you know, Los Angeles to China, Greece. What was your experience like playing for the Sydney Kings? Did you ever imagine visiting all these countries as a kid? I didn't. But I'll tell you this, like, it was a great opportunity to play for them. Mm -hmm. One thing that I enjoyed the most, well, two things. One, for sure, is the relationships that I built over there. Like, Australia has some of the most beautiful, amazing people 
that I've come across. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't know the history of Australia or other things like that. But I was blessed to build relationships with people that, again, I still talk to to this day. Like Levi, for example, one of the young men that used to be come to games and be a part of the, the locker room celebrations. I, I just talked to him not too long ago. Yeah. You know, one of the other families that I met, like I talked to them a couple times a week. Like we stay in touch and the list goes on. Like just, um, you know, amazing people. And then I had the best time that I've had compared to any other city. Mm. Australia has so much stuff to do. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> so it kept me busy from like jet boating to the wax museum to you know <laughs> the harbor to Circus Soleil. Um, uh, was it Bruno Mars? Whoever had a concert over there. Like I've been able to do some things, and it's like, yo, this is really crazy, mm. crazy. <laughs> it is a beautiful city out here, and I know how. How how big of uh, love, like the, the uh, fandoms out here? Plus, they're like love, uh, we we embrace. I'm sure that you felt that like we embrace foreigners or people that come like you know um, players that come import players that come in. We really embrace them, especially if they're a Laker, a former Laker, or something like that. Right. What was the difference between you know the the two? Uh, can't say the two leagues, but like, what's a glaring difference? Because Lamelo Ball, rookie of the, the year, came from the physicality in Australia is is not even close. Yeah, and I feel I feel like that's another reason why Lamelo is having the success that he's having. It's easy for Physical. him to get to the hole in the NBA. It, it, in the NBA, it's easier. I'll yeah. say that I'm not say it's easy, but out of respect yeah. for the team and those who, uh, who have laid the way i think it's easier yeah well we can kind of see that with with the warm-up games of the fiba um not fiba for the olympics you could see that the team usa were like trying to bait for fouls and it wasn't happening the fiba refs were like no nah, that's not a foul they just let them play and the australian yeah. team were just going with it so that was the glaring difference between the two leagues i mean in my opinion obviously coaching you know, schemes, things like that. I, I think that's like the obvious on yeah. what are going to be the differences. But just trying to, in a sense, nitpick what are those little things and what do they look like? Mm. Um, you know, that that's the that's the difference for me. Do you think it'll be good for young players, uh, future prospects to come out here before the NBA, just like Lamelo did? I think it's a valuable option for yeah. sure. Mm. You know, shortened season, it gives. I apologize for rubbing my eye. Something <laughs> okay. just fell in. Um, it's the shortened season for one, but for two, it gives you a chance to play against grown men. Yeah. Something that you, you know what I'm saying? Maybe not do. I don't, I don't know, you know, what everybody's plan is, but I, I think that it's a valuable option. And yeah. I think that that'll get you ready for anything thing because the the way the game is played over there um just 
a lot of things that can help turn you into a pro. And and to be honest, I feel like that's why a lot of uh, international players are so ready when they do come. Like the ones who are high, you know what I'm saying, picks or people mm. that they predict will have strong careers for the most part. Mm. I feel they do so well is because they got professional experience underneath their belt. Like nothing yeah. is going to be better than having experience. Like, yeah. Plus the games out here, we went um like we grew up playing team ball. Like we would because we weren't probably the most talented individually, but we would learn how to get in by playing within the team, right? Compared right. to you guys, I'm sure um in your when you guys grow up through high school and that you guys were really trying to ball out individually. Three A Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But again, it's different when you're a kid playing against other kids or when you're a kid playing against grown man. man and yeah. That makes sense. Like Luca. Right. Just before we wrap it up, I know you've got a game tomorrow and you've taken your time and it's laid out in Vegas. Um, I just want to know what's next for you. How, I know you've got 21 reasons to give foundation. Can you speak more on that? And I saw T-shirt shorty. Ah, shout out T-shirt Shorty. Uh, well, first of all, uh, man, I, I truly appreciate you, um, you know, just just giving love and shouting shouting out both. Um, 21 Reasons to Give, again, it's 21reasonstogive.org. Uh, we have 21 different principles, which is 21 different ways that we serve in the community. Um, we're definitely going to zero in on a couple of different um, subject matters, mental health being one and single fathers being two. Um, so we, we, we have our purpose. We have the way that we're going to go about serving. We have been um, an official foundation for the last 11 years, still going strong. And um, we're just gearing up to have, you know, an amazing year, bring that to a close and then get ready for 2021. And from a clothing line standpoint, uh, yeah. t-shirtshawty.co, um, it is a clothing company that my kids and I started. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's basically a brand that is big on affirmations, um, big on uh, positivity and spreading love, um, just getting people to see themselves for who they are and, and how they are and take ownership of that. And we have those serious, you know, tees and we also have humor tees, you know, uh, just <laughs> all feel good, simple, but strong, straight to the point, you know, some of this stuff, we don't have to reinvent the wheel, but, you know, we all feel good about it. These yeah. are great shirts, great products. The people love them. We we have, you know, reoccurring customers, which is always a good thing. Um, so, yeah, just, just, just stay in the course with it and, you know, working on another project now. I'll be able to tell you that one later, later on. Down <laughs> yeah. the I'm sure we'll catch up again. Oh, we, we definitely will. Um, but yeah, we're just, it's just, you know, we're just serving, just yeah. serving at the end of the day. I love that. I love the, the spirit of positivity that you bring. Josh, I just want to say thank you. Um, once again, thank you for sharing your time with us. To the two-time NBA champ, Josh Powell, we appreciate you. 
um, for sharing your story, spreading positivity. Um, even responding to my message was a big deal for me. And I look forward to meeting you in person. So good luck with the rest of the Big 3 tournament, my man. I truly appreciate it. And, hey, keep doing what you're doing, brother. I appreciate the opportunity you bringing me on. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. You know, I just want to make sure I give you your roses, too, because I'll keep doing interviews a lot of times. You know, we got to be able to tell y'all thank you and, and keep doing what you're doing as well. So um, I pray all, all is well. I know we'll get in touch with each other. Um, you know, I know you had a few ideas. So whatever I could do to help or serve, like I said, I'm here, man. And thank you again for the opportunity. Thanks, Josh. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Josh Powell, everyone. That was a real quick interview that I got to do and just sit down, really get to know Josh um, as the person behind the NBA player that we used to watch growing up. For me, especially, you know, watching those championship teams in high school, 2009, 2010, Kobe Powell. And Josh was always there. Like, he was always, um, he'd come in, he would be one of the Lakers fan favorites. And it was just cool really getting to know him as a human. I wish I did ask him a few more other things, but I know we'll catch up um, in the future because he said we were gonna. Like we have, we have, we have a few ideas that we want to work on, and that'll be cool, you know. When if I when I get to meet him in person, just want to thank Josh for, you know, giving us his time and sharing his story, and follow. I'll leave all the links down below. If you guys are new here to this channel, make sure to subscribe if you haven't already. Give us a like; it helps us uh, trigger that algorithm. Um, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, LinkedIn. Try and get that content out. Uh, let's see who's next. This episode wouldn't have been possible without cyber1systems.com.au. I'll leave all the details around here down below. I'll leave a link as well. Um, if you guys in Sydney or Australia-wide need help with IT services, get in contact with them. They built me a computer so that I was able to, I'm able to edit all our content um, efficiently. If you need help with like web platforms or creating an app or developing something for your for your brand, um, yeah, definitely get in contact with them. Let them know that I sent you, and they'll help you. Out. I'm I'm pretty sure. I'm sure of it. And we'll see you next time.